So Matt, I ever tell you about the time I uh, dated a model? Uh, Jack Frags? Yeah, Jacqueline, Jacqueline Frags. Jacqueline, Jacqueline, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, twist my arm, I'll tell you about it. Um, <laughs> go way back in time to the year, I don't know what year it was, but I was in my young 20s, late college, so probably, I want to say senior college wait this is a real story okay keep going real yeah. story yeah yeah i'm okay, not insulting okay, no, we're you learning something i wasn't expecting this go on we're gonna give you a story give you a story so i'm a senior in college friend okay. says hey uh i got a friend she got out of a relationship a couple months ago she needs a good guy like yeah. hit her up on myspace this was that long ago oh my god yeah yeah so my i don't even think they had like dating app. i don't even know if they had apps actually i don't think there were apps back then i don't I, think there were apps yeah it was just yeah. websites so I hit her up on myspace and she's like we get chatting a bit she says she's a model i look uh -huh. her up it's like verified she is a model i was like whoa is she a hand okay. model that's what I, yeah, I was like, foot model, hand model, like earlobe model. What kind of model are you, you right, know? Right. But like, no, like full on like photo shoots, like. Well, cool. I was like, wow, okay, this girl wants to go on a date with me. We'll see what happens. So we show up at this like, uh, this nice place, you know, I pick a fairly nice restaurant, you know, a little yeah. out of my budget because I'm a college student, but it was like. Right. Yeah, Everything's so, out of your budget at that point. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, hey, I got to put on a good show. But uh, she shows up and um, she's six foot tall. I'm five eight. Nothing wrong with that. But yeah, nothing I mean, wrong. That seems reasonable. Yeah. Okay. Generally speaking, I'm already looking at it like, oh, this is like I've lost. So I just go in like oh. very casually, like kind of. It's like like going to war. You know, you just you accept that you're dead already. <laughs> so you're just like, all just right. Just because of the height difference. That's it. <laughs> Well, also, she's like a 10. She's a model. Okay, okay. She's okay. 10. And I'm not going to yeah. like bag on my on my college self too much, but I knew where I was you, in the pecking order. I hear yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm there. I'm like, there's no there's no way that this is going to like end with like us becoming a couple or something, you know? I'm like, this okay. little, let's just have a fun time. Whatever. It'll be whatever it is. Anyway, day's going great. Like, she's laughing at all my jokes. Like... We're hitting it off. She's really into video games. It's like things are really driving. I was like, what is happening here? Like halfway through the date, I'm thinking, this is, is this, I'm like, God, what's the catch? Is, are you, yeah, what's the deal? Like, is what's this finally, am I getting like paid for just like, I don't know, just getting picked on in high school or something? Like, what's going on? Is this like, is this karma finally swinging back karma my way? Okay. Yeah. I'm like, oh man, like this might actually, this might actually be something, you know? Uh, and then I get that thought in my head. I'm like, oh, there's the catch. Like you said, what's the catch? This doesn't make, this doesn't make sense. I start doing the math in my head, right? I'm like, this chick's six foot. She's got like a model figure, very like slender, just like gorgeous, full on 10. Like if you saw her, you wouldn't like be arguing. Mm, I think a nine, you'd be like, oh my God, that's a 10 for sure. Okay. And she's on a date with me, and she's, like, smart, she's employed. You met her through your friend, though. Yeah, 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 but I'm just, like, I'm still, it's not adding up. I'm, like, there's okay. gotta be a catch, right? So I start, like, trying to ask leading questions about things. I'm, like, oh, my God, like, maybe she's got some, like, crazy blood disease, and she's gonna be dead in, like, a <laughs> month, you know? 
I'm like checking <laughs> under the table. She's just interested. Yeah, I'm like, did did I miss like a peg leg on the way in or something? Like, like there's got to be something, something weird, you know? I'm like, of course, like my head goes to like, oh no, she's got some sort of like disease, some transmittable disease, and I'm like, that's why, that's why she's looking for somebody else. So I'm like, I'm probing a little bit, and then. She takes the conversation towards, like, what do you like to do in the bedroom? I'm like, okay, this has got to be the catch then. There's something happening in the bedroom that's, like, a little bit different. So you told her you play with Legos in the bed, right? I told her to play with Lego. I mean, you know, I'm like, I'm fairly vanilla, right? I'm like, right, sometimes right, I right. don't turn off the lights, you know? Like, yeah. uh, not, not much I'm going to say that's going to be super impressive in this area. Uh, or risque, rather. So I'm thinking in my head, like, God, what's her thing going to be? It's going to be some crazy kink, some weird thing, you know? Like, I mean, I'm preparing. I'm, like, thinking in my head. I'm making a list of, like, what's going to be a deal breaker? I'm like, what, okay. if she's, what if she's a furry, right? Like, there was, like, a big furry phase at that time. Like, I don't know. She'd probably look all right as a squirrel, right? And it would be kind of like a downgrade, right? You'd be like, well, she was a, she's a model, but she wears a squirrel suit. You know, it's like... Potato, you you kind of you get some you, you win some you lose some right i'm wondering like, where this is going yeah exactly right i was like oh god what it's gonna be something filth like there's some kinks out there that are just like deal breakers you know okay. like all right i was like if she's in the feet or toes so, like so so cool, what did she I'll say so what where where was yeah. it was there a deal breaker Okay, so it's going on, and I'm like, I, I really made this list. I was like, man, I'll go with almost anything at this point. You know, I'm like, there's there's a couple things that, like, deal breaker, you know, if she has a penis, yeah. deal breaker, right? Like, okay. if if, uh, if she's into anything with, like, bodily fluids, you know what I Fair. mean? Okay. Probably deal breaker, but I'm like, anything outside of that, I'm I'm preparing for it, right? And then, so she drops it. She says, like, the thing that, like, really I'm into that I have to do every time, like, okay, waiting for it, is I have to take a knife and cut my partner and then drink their blood during. <laughs> okay, I can see why. Okay, all right. Uh, and I'm assuming you just left. I at was that just. Point. I think I made like a probing question. I was like, so this is like a, an every time <laughs> thing or is it like a once in a while? But if you know me, like I'm very squeamish around blood. Is and she a needles. vampire? I don't know. That's the weird thing is like, I can understand how people would get weird fetishes, like a foot fetish or something. It's like maybe you see somebody's feet in like a weird time and like that becomes the thing. But how do you, how do you get into drinking blood? Right? Like I'm like, yeah. Watching Dracula while you're doing it that or something. That is the most bizarre. I've never, I've never heard of that. That yeah. you've never told me that story before. My face must have turned white like when she said it because that was like I hadn't thought of it because I didn't even know that was a thing. Because well, yeah, I wouldn't have thought of it. Yeah, I didn't know that was a real thing. And then I was like, okay. And I think I tried to like play it cool for the rest of the day, but just like in my mind, I was like, "Can I do that?" And I don't think I can no. do that. I don't think no, I. There's no, that that sounds like a good way to die. I was going over. Um, <laughs> what was that what's that movie with Michelle Pfeiffer? Basic Instinct. 
You know, oh, like like yeah. that was her thing. It was yeah. like super yep. hot chick, and then gets the guy in bed, and then like kills him with a knife. I'm like, that's just an excuse to bring a knife into the bedroom. Like, no mm-hmm. way. Like, I'm mm-hmm. like terrified of this. So, yeah, I kind of like you know, I was a gentleman, but uh, oh, I wouldn't think anything. Yeah, less. Yeah, of course. and then but the, then the day ended, and I was like, well, that was the catch. That was the catch. Wish we could have with- It was a giant catch too. Yeah. Yeah. I don't so have any cool stories like that. God, I had no idea where that was going. I thought it was going to be like, and that's when I said, welcome to the podcast. And We're welcome a to podcast. the podcast. Should we get the podcast <laughs> started, Matt? I just thought I'd we, give we people should. a fun little anecdote there. Uh, welcome to the Level With Me podcast. We're going to talk about game news today. Lots of game news, possibly some movies, maybe other weird dating stories. Who knows? There's been a lot going on in the news. If you guys want to support the channel, you can subscribe. If you enjoy the podcast, hit that like button because it helps us with that YouTube algorithm. And of course, there's Patreon members who are watching us live right now and making fun of us and correcting us on all of our historical inaccuracies that we try and educate everybody with. Or just making fun of us on our weird dating life, apparently. Yeah, no, I mean, I didn't do anything weird. I just was, you know, I... You know, my it's life could have gone different, Matt. I could be in a blood stuff right now, you know? Ugh. Ah, Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. I know, right? I'm just like, is this... No, thank you. <laughs> it's like maybe no, no. once a year or something. No, not not even once a year. I don't even know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, just that one... I'd put it on the calendar. I'd just be getting nervous the whole time. Like, <laughs> yeah, oh, no, 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 no. Oh, man. So what what games have you been playing this week? Uh, all sorts of games, ready or not. Um, uh, I checked out Bad Company Two. The, the it's finally shut down oh, now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, finals, all sorts of games. Is there anything you want to discuss first? Discuss first. Um, well, let's see. I could tell. I could catch up to speed on the craziness with Star Citizen. Man, we'll hold that off for later. Level cap. All right. All right. <laughs> uh, last podcast, we talked a bit about Day Before. Was there more news about it? Yeah. So, well, it's it's not like it's come back or something like that. There's just been more oh. clarifying information. Mm. Can't remember every little detail that we talked about, but the game got delisted from Steam. Right. Um, and now devs are coming out and talking about the dev process for it. And um, there's indications that they've just taken a ton of... Um, money from people that funded the project i guess they had a lot mm-hmm. of funders and stuff like that and they're just disappeared or they they're in russia so they can't do much about it or something i don't really know so it was a scam yeah, oh yeah yeah there's no debate over that um it looks like mytona or whatever the publishers are and yeah. and the guys making the game are either the same people or they're like best friends because apparently they're like in each other's videos and stuff so they're like oh these guys are all working together and they're just creating some sort of like bow uh company publisher relationship that's not really real they're all like the same thing yeah um they deleted like all of their stuff like discord their social media like everything they're like yeah, they completely to... wiped themselves off yeah they're the trying internet. to erase the game it's wild um then they've already started a new company that's going to be based around mobile games or something like that. Of course. Yeah, like, but I think they got away with quite a bit of money. Uh, the stuff from the devs was pretty horrific, too. They sounded like some of the worst bosses on the planet and, like, 
were just constantly. Well, they, had they had volunteers too. Yeah, and they're constantly changing directions and aims with the game and all that kind of stuff, and just doing all this stereotypical like this is how to destroy your company type yeah. dev decisions, you know. Uh, but anyway, yeah. So it seems like not just consumers were ripped off, but po- possibly publishers who invested like millions or something into the project, and that they're just sucks. like that's just horrible. Yeah, it's pretty wild. I don't know if anything's going to come of it, but um, because I mean, like, yeah, I guess they're based in Russia or something. But yeah, Mm. that happened here. Some somebody would be in like some crazy lawsuit and they would, you know, have to be paying money for the rest of their life or they'd go to prison for, uh, you know, defraud, frauding, fraud. Yeah, fraud, basically. Yeah, fraud. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. So I don't think anything's going to happen to these guys, but um. One of the sad side effects of it that I'm already seeing, because uh, I, I know a lot of indie devs, I keep in touch with them, just talk about their projects and like ask them questions and stuff. Um, yeah. They're getting a lot more people that are being like, hey, this is some sort of scam project or like, you know, ah, like they're talking about are, this. How people are becoming gonna, more cynical. Yeah. How it's going to hurt the indie community a lot more and people are going to be less willing to back projects. And it was already tough before because, you know, Kickstarter kind of became a meme at a point where you're just like the amount of Kickstarting projects that just failed and just didn't live up to that. The initial promises made it hard enough to raise funds for indie devs. And now even on my latest star citizen video, I'm seeing the scam citizen comments are all back. And I was like, Oh wow. Those kind of dried up over the past couple of years because they've been showing a lot of cool stuff in progress. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now they're like back and forth. So I was like, okay, like I'm, I'm seeing the ramifications. Like uh, it kind of sucks, but I think the waves of the whole day, day before fiasco are going to be felt within the dev community for probably a couple of years, you know, before yeah. people are kind of willing to, sort of get all on board with some cool new project it's just crazy how like everyone should have seen this coming no one should have been surprised but it doesn't help when you have ign pushing like their trailers constantly and yeah. uh nvidia with like not like i don't know if they're sponsoring but they were affiliated with them to some extent like they mm-hmm. had the nvidia so that was giving it legitimacy so we were kind of getting a little bit mixed messages. On the one hand, there's all these red flags. On the other hand, it's like there's some pretty big companies that are propping them up a little bit. Yeah. Well, I, and again, I think we talked about this last time, but we're very plugged in to all the news and everything. So like us and basically any content creator who covers games that we know saw this coming a mile away, saw all the red flags. And we're like, okay, like, let's just wait and see what happens here. But yeah. Not everybody's plugged in like us all the time. This is our livelihood. This is what we do. If somebody sees the ad in Times Square or the trailer blows up on YouTube and they see it on their phone. ad in Times Square. Exactly. So you see it. And it's number one wish listed game. So if people are literally just on Steam looking at top wish listed games, Steam was probably promoting the crap out of it because they promote based on like that stuff. So. There's a lot of people that probably had no idea what it was, saw the little crappy trailer on the Steam page, and were like, oh, that looks cool. Everybody's buying it. I'll give it a try, you know, uh, versus us doing like years of research leading up to the project, right? Like, right. So I, I totally get how they could swindle a whole bunch of people with this type of thing, even if it does look super sketch, right? Right. But well, we that's, are, that's a shame yeah. that the, it's, uh, the ramifications are starting to now be felt with other 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 devs and smaller indie companies. That's that's unfortunate. 
It really sucks. Yeah. Because we're in the era now where like Unreal Engine 5 and like assets and stuff can be plugged into the engine and you can have a relatively good looking thing that looks like a video game that you can make a trailer with. Yeah. yeah. Like it'll hold up for the trailer only. Yeah. 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 Basically you, you cut right before the game completely explodes and falls apart, yep. you know, and that's how you edit your trailer together. <laughs> So, uh, unfortunately that's still really easy to do. And so now whenever an indie dev puts a trailer out there that looks really awesome, people are going to be like, mm, okay, is this another day before thing? Which, you know, consumers should be cautious, but I think it's going to add that level of cynicism be, that you're yeah, saying. Yeah. Cynicism is where you, where you come into problems, right? You, you can be critical about something, but as soon as it becomes cynical, like it's just, yeah, you've lost it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's been interesting to follow. I think it's going to suck for a while, but I'm still excited. I just do your research, I think, is the main thing out there. Don't assume any mm-hmm. project is fake. I think most indie devs are really passionate people who like are making a project because they, that's what I love about the indie scene is it's usually not driven by just like money grabbing, which is generally the, the big production studio stuff. It's just, they're like, we need to make the next big game, you know? And it yeah. doesn't come from the inspiration to want to make a specific game where indie games are like that. Right. Or it's like, I've got an idea for a game. Well, let's start a company and make it, you know? And like, right. Those end up being the coolest games. Right. So it sucks that the, the passionate people are going to get hit the hardest, I think buy this but yeah do your research if a project looks cool it probably is cool um and if you're skeptical just wait for the reviews somebody else will buy it and let you know that's the big thing just be patient if yeah the, the reviews day one i hate scores but they do give you a really quick snapshot if something is terrible or not yeah for sure for sure you so, a chance to play uh ready or not at all no, I want to though. Um, I've actually, I actually haven't played it at all. Like I know you could. Oh, really? You, you, okay. Yeah, I kind of held off on it for a while. I, I wasn't sure if I was gonna like it because it kind of reminded me of Rainbow, and then it's like Rainbow against AI, and I was like, what's the appeal? I don't quite get uh-huh. it. And then I saw some videos, and I'm like, oh, it does look cool. So I think one point is a good time to jump in. I yes. assume you did. Yeah, I, I, I played it when it originally came out, and then I played it like off and on over the years until where we are today. Mm-hmm. And to see where it began to where it is is like a heat, like the contrast is just ridiculous. Like it is a significantly better game. Um, it was already really cool back then too, but like the graphical fidelity is really good. Um, it's, performance is probably my biggest issue right now. Mm-hmm. You will have some maps that will be like 120, and then you'll have other maps that will drop down to like 60 and below Mm -hmm. sometimes which can get really rough but other than those few little hiccups here and there as long as you i would argue that the game you want to play with friends you can play with ai and their ai is really intelligent and you can command them you can you have got um like four people you can kind of work around the map and you can have them hold different angles and breach on in and it's really cool it's it's for companion ais it's very well done Mm -hmm. but uh you're also having to like fiddle with it when things could be popping off instantly yeah, and then you get, they yeah. round the corner and they shoot you in the face you're like oh well that's yeah okay. you don't want to be All commander right. and firefight leader right like you, right you need the guys to be able to respond like people right yeah exactly so i i think it's a lot more fun with friends where you can yeah. be like okay i'm going left you go right three two one you breach in then you pop 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 and it's really exciting mm-hmm. and the ai so the ai is is 
different depending on who you're going against. So you'll go against people like basically just normal citizens who have maybe, you know, done a little too many drugs. And then, you know, you go against people that are like um, ex uh, military and stuff like that. And I believe to my understanding, they all have a slightly different AI um, difficulty to them. Mm -hmm. So if you go against the ex military people, they're, they're a crack shot. Like they're going to drop you quickly. You need to be on your game. Uh, and then obviously the earlier missions, not as not as much. And so it has a nice uh, amount of variety. Um, there's also uh, like a little bit of story. There's like there's each mission has like a description. You can listen to the radio and listening on the debriefing and everything. Are you they, the same really... squad each time or is it like a completely different scenario? So if you're playing it solo, you basically kind of manage your squad and you can hire in more. And then and then if things go poorly, like they can die and they can get stressed out. And if they get too stressed, they'll leave and they can go to therapy and they can come back and everything what? like that. Yeah, straight up. Uh, yeah, so it's kind of like a little bit of ma like management in that respect, not too mm. much. Um, but if you are good and you can, you can keep them at least somewhat happy and not die, uh, they get perks and those perks can help you. Whoa. I had no so, idea the game had that level of depth to it where you like send your squad mates to therapy after they've like seen too much crap. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I haven't really touched too much on the single player component as much. So yeah. I'm not speaking from a lot of personal experience, but I did a little and mm -hmm. like some of them are, there's like a breacher perk where if you get them to that level and I think you can only get one perk on each, each person, right? So you can yeah. technically have four perks. And like breacher means when you breach through a door, all of you, anyone who does, they'll more likely to give up. They'll they'll put up their hands and they'll they, okay. And so it's all that kind of stuff. One of them will make it where your team gets less stressed during a an encounter. Things to that nature. Yeah. So it's it's a lot of fun. I do think it's much better with friends. And mm -hmm. um, but all in all, like it's it it's it's met my expectations. I heard that people with um actual military training or or like SWAT style training do well in this game because it respects yeah. those rules of like yeah. how to hold your corners, how to clear a room mm -hmm. uh, in the proper way, how to work with your teammates and take their the opposite angles and not get in front of each other. Um, I hear I hear they really like a lot of aspects of this game because it's one of the few games that really respects all of those mechanics per se. Yep. You have to take it slow. Yeah. The one thing that can be a little frustrating is that the, it is, which I, I, one part of me likes, another part is like, holy cow, this is really difficult, is that you are incentivized and you get rewarded with a higher score if uh, you can keep people alive, right? Yeah. If you're going against these people where you can put a pet, so you can use non-lethal or less lethal, less than lethal, I think is what it's referred to. And is that like, like tasers? Balls, okay. Tasers yeah. and things like that. And sometimes against, you know, maybe not ex-military or whatever, uh, they'll they'll put up their hands and they'll be coughing. But then you'll you'll like you'll pump just pepper ball after pepper ball into someone and they will not stop and they oh, will God. just keep shooting. You're just like, okay, all right. So do it, you have to switch to live rounds at that point or like you can yeah or okay. you or you could have someone who is live while you're trying to does it have be like modifiers or rewards for like um like if you go non-lethal the whole time you get like a bonus or something so you you do get rewards the 
it has like a grading system. So you can, I think it goes all the way up to S plus or S and then all the way down to an F, right? And mm-hmm. so depending on how well you do, you will get a grade. And some of those grades on certain maps will give you a cosmetic reward. That's really the only thing, right? So it's just, you make your own fun. You can, you can go on in and you can just dunk on everyone if you want to, like that's totally fine. Uh, but if you care about your score and trying to improve, that is, that is a thing that you can strive for. Mm-hmm. So you recommend it just generally? It seems yeah. Cool. If 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 you like a slow pace game, because you are going to have to play yeah. it slow. It seems and... like kind of what the old Rainbow Six games were like. Yeah, which was like much slower. You weren't doing all this crazy wacky stuff. You know, it was like no, it's about infiltrating a building very strategically and mm-hmm. minimizing casualties. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. uh, so I like I liked it. I'll check it out. I'll check it out for sure. There's um uh, I didn't get a key for it, but I'm sort of working on it right now. I just have to reach out to the right person. But um Tarkov Arena, I hear is Oh in. yeah. I haven't had a chance. I might be able to play it tonight. I think I just got access. I signed up for the beta, whatever, and I think they only gave it to streamers at the beginning, but I think I finally got lucky and I think I got yeah. it now. Yeah, I'm trying to like make people are like, hey, message this guy or whatever. So I'm going to try and do that tonight and get a key. Uh, I've seen a couple of videos that said it was not good. So I don't know yes. what to, I, I, I try not to take anybody's word on it, you know, especially since it's YouTube and sensationalism is such a big thing. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, you, people usually don't say that, especially if they're content creators with a, a decent audience. Uh, mm-hmm. if it's wrong, right? Cause if you're, if you are the one guy that hates the game and then everybody's like, Hey, like you're, you're dumb. You know, like this, this opinion is <laughs> you're dumb. You're dumb. This opinion is not good. You can't, um, yeah. You just can't clickbait all the time. Cause then your reputation starts to yeah. uh, take a hit. Cause you like, yeah, if you're just, if you're just clickbaiting and you're being sensationalist, but and everyone disagrees with you. Like they're just like, yeah, I'm not gonna yeah, watch this. Yeah, you're not gonna anymore. build an audience. So if somebody right. with a big audience is like this game is kind of lacking or it has a lot of problems with it or whatever. Um, I liked the idea of it, but I also I was surprised that they were charging money for Tarkov Arena. Um, and there's just a bunch of other things. Like I, I've always kind of been on the fence. I never loved Tarkov. I've always been like interested in it but the reality Mm -hmm. of tarkov is something that i don't particularly enjoy that much so i was like oh this could be a fun way to get into it i like the idea of it i don't like that they're charging for what it is because it doesn't seem like it's offering all that much other than like a a tdm kind of variant of tarkov they're just sort of reusing all the tarkov stuff in like a tdm mode and most other games or would use that TDM mode as a gateway to get you into the bigger mode, which would be normal Tarkov. So I'm like, oh, this is a very weird approach to the the game, in my opinion. My guess is they're trying to make money. I think I think yeah. they've run into a problem where they've been in development for so long and they don't have any microtransactions in their game that they're now probably starting to hit like a wall where there's everyone who already bought Tarkov has bought in Tarkov. Yeah. And so they're like, okay, we need to get more money into this because we need to pay our developers or whatever. Did uh, they whatever commit to no on. microtransactions in Tarkov? Was that like a promise that they made that or something? That I don't know. That I'm not sure. I'm surprised I think they wouldn't would be just okay. try and do some sort of 
Because you could do a cosmetics pretty easily, right? Although people get... As long as they didn't get crazy with it. Yeah, yeah. Like, as long as you couldn't buy, like, a bush or something. Right. <laughs> You're like, I'm the bush guy now, you know? <laughs> <laughs> or go the Rainbow Six Siege route. Oh, yeah, clowns and, like, yeah, crazy literally, stuff. Literally, yeah, just nonsense. Yeah. So if they, if they stuck with, like, you know, realism for the most part, I think people would be okay if there was just a couple of dollars for a tracksuit or something i don't know yeah they could but do you, something. you know they wouldn't though it would be like pay this to get like the premium account and now you'll you'll get xp and gold faster well i guess oh, they God. already kind of have that to that so yeah the edge of darkness yeah. is is a, is an advantage i know people will argue but yeah it, it is an advantage it does help they'd probably find another way to do it the thing is is some of my favorite games are what people would label as the more aggressive microtransaction games like War Thunder and um, oh, yeah. World of Warships. World like of the, Warships, the problem yeah. is, is they are they are great games because they've been in development for so long and they've made so much money that they can put a lot back into the game. Um, but they're very aggressive. You know, they're just there. I think a lot of the very countries are aggressive. companies are Russian based or something, and they just they handle microtransaction stuff a little different over there. They just go, yeah, uh, what's wrong with pay to win? And they've kind of tried to westernize their models a little bit more to appeal to our audiences but um there's still a lot of pushback against how aggressive some of the microtransaction stuff is or how grindy the games are if you don't cough up a ton of money yeah so that's that's my guess why it's paid for the arena and not just a a mode available for everyone who has the game i, I just think they need more money yeah just a guess. yeah are you excited for it I am excited. The one concern that I have seen a lot that I'm a little afraid of is they have a progression system in it. So like Call of Duty, where you need to unlock basically different classes in this case, which gives you access to different weapons and stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, but <laughs> it's like you have loadouts that are just straight better. And uh, you, you grind. And so someone who is early to someone who is like further down on that tree is going to absolutely destroy you. Yeah. They've got like a hundred rounds, great ammo, what using was weapons their old with minimal game? recoil. Do you remember their old game pre-Tarkov? It was like... I saw a little bit, but I never really dived I into it I played it forever ago, but there was similar stuff like that where once you got the better gun, you're like, oh, I, I get how those guys were killing me so quickly before. Because this yeah. is way better than that. Because it's gun. not it's not like Counter Strike where you yeah. do you do well in a round and then that gives you the currency to be able to you know change your loadout. It sounds like you pick your loadout at the beginning of the match and then you're stuck with that for the entire match and win or lose however well you're doing. You're, that's that's your loadout and so you you that's could be going against someone yeah. who is just chatted out and just good luck. Yeah. So it's like Tarkov, but without the the risk reward mechanic as much yeah. right where you're just like yeah i'm just better and yeah if you die in it i assume you don't lose your gear i didn't i didn't watch enough of it no yet. i don't think so okay so you there is so each one does cost a currency so like the the lower the the better the better setups do cost some sort of currency i don't know how that economy works mm. maybe each round or each game how depending on how well you do you get a lot of currency so like one game you'll have like a great loadout and then you can't afford it the next match i don't okay. know okay yeah but then that, that would be case, interesting because like, that would be that would be similar to a war thunder world of tanks world of warships stuff where you can spend more on perks for mm -hmm. a game and then those perks will like 
give you the, it's it's less egregious in some of the games versus others, but like World of Warships, you can get like these little five percent bonuses that like make you a little bit better and they're flags that go on your ship but they cost you a little bit of currency to get those flags or you have to earn them over time so Uh if you just used them every single game it could end up costing you a bit versus using them every once in a while if that makes sense so i wonder if it's something like that well i don't really like it because on the one hand i guess i guess it means not everyone's going to be chatted because they just don't have the currency I, i i haven't played it yet but on the other hand, it's like, oh, I had a really fun game because I had a good loadout. Now I can't afford it. Now I got to use like the free kit, which sucks. And so now I'm just going to get dunked on. Yeah. So it's like highs and lows for no reason other than just, in my opinion, at least from on paper, it looks like it could use some improving. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, I'll I'll be checking it out if I get a key. I, I am curious about it because it's, it's the more accessible version of Tarkov. Like I don't want to... Do normal Tarkov and just yeah. camp in a bush for like 15 minutes. Well, and that's minutes. what I'm excited about is you'll actually be able to use the weapon mechanics and mm-hmm. try to learn the game because one thing that Tarkov doesn't do well is getting into fights and, and getting you to like be comfortable with the controls. A lot of people will tell you to go into factory and just take out bots just over yeah. and over and over until you get comfortable. And that's good advice because once you actually get into a situation where you are against another player, you start to panic and you're just you never actually fire your weapon very often in the game because it's so high stakes and then you just never really improve so i'm hoping that with arena that'll kind of ease you in people especially me ease me into it so i can really learn the mechanics more yeah i always i always didn't like that when when player unknown's battlegrounds player unknown's battlegrounds first came out the the engagements you would have would be They'd be semi-frequent, but infrequent enough that it was like, you're not going to dial in your aim and weapon handling while playing the game because you just don't do it frequently enough where you coming from something like battlefield where you're shooting at somebody every 10 seconds. You're like, okay, Mm -hmm. like I've, I got my weapon mechanics dialed in really well. And then you pick up this other game. You're like, Whoa, this is a cool gun. I wonder how it handles in your first engagement. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, you shoot the ceiling and the guy just kills you and you're like, oh, dang it. Oh, great. Yeah. (laughs) I had no idea. Yeah, that's a tricky one to solve, but I guess like the allure of the Tarkov and the PUBG is enough just to get people in it and playing enough where they're Mm -hmm. just, they figure it out eventually. Yeah, that's a great point because when everyone, I would have people back when I played Siege regularly and they're like, hey, I'm getting to PC gaming. Do you recommend Siege? I'm like, not to learn. Go play like Battlefield or Call of Duty because you'll actually be moving your mouse more and you'll be fighting multiple and get you'll get way more comfortable with it faster yeah in that kind of a game than like in siege where you only have like five potentially five targets and it you may not even see anyone for the entire round it's a lot slower you know that's interesting i didn't think about that but siege is siege is like an evil is like your second or third shooter kind of game where i feel games games like Call of Duty, which get a lot of flack from the higher skill community for having mm-hmm. so much auto aim and just crappy mechanics. They yeah. seem geared more towards like, hey, you, you've you never played a shooter to, before, hop into this game and it'll kind of auto aim and ease you into the process and you'll be playing TDM so quickly and responding so quickly that you won't even be upset by dying. You'll just be at it again, yeah, right? Yeah. You'll be right um, back in the action. Yeah, it's interesting. I didn't think about that. But yeah, some of the shooters out there are like, this is not your first shooter game. Like, this is after you've 
gotten bored of the other shooter You've game. gotten a little comfortable with it. Yeah. Now come over and try the the, the hardcore shooter where you're not going to be shooting all the time. You're going to yeah. have to employ a lot of stealth and slow, methodical tactics, you know. That's an mm-hmm. interest, interesting thing. But yeah, yeah, not recommending Siege is like an early game. Yeah, I can see that. How how you liking the new uh, Twitch Terms of Service? Is it uh, messing with your how much clothing you like to wear and stuff? <laughs> Man, it's it's a mess. Switch has always struggled when it comes to communicating and getting yeah. their TOS nailed down uh, consistently. So, have you heard anything about it? Yeah. So we talked about this last time, and i I thought. I, I don't know what the timeline is on this, but what I had read was that they had they had already rolled it back or like the the terms were like no more artistic nudity. Um, yeah, I don't know. If, I don't think we've talked about this on the podcast. Maybe we did. And I'm because I, I was it was only a couple of days where they had this window. But yeah, go on. So, OK, so. Maybe you should explain it because I don't I don't know all the timelines okay. and I'm not. on That's Twitch. fine. So yeah. they basically came out with a update where you could have, like you said, artistic nudity. And I think they also allowed like pole dancing and twerking, um, but only in certain settings, right? So uh, if you were, because people do pole dancing for exercise. Um, mm-hmm. It's just, you know, just for exercise. And so if you were doing something like that, it's totally fine. Um, but the big thing was the artistic side. And I can understand where Twitch was going with this, right? Uh, artists for a long time have been requesting this to be an option because, I mean, throughout history, the way people learn how to draw or paint the human body is to paint the entire sure. human body, right? It's called life drawing. So, yeah. So that was probably what Twitch was trying to give to the community. It's like, hey, you're 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 gonna have to have this disclosed. You're, it's gonna be a mature channel. Um, you know, they'll have to agree to. You know, I'm okay for watching this, but you can now. That will be an option. And so I think Twitch was just trying to do good by their art community. Mm-hmm. At least that's what I'm hoping for. Uh, of course, <laughs> they give an inch and yeah. the artist took a mile. Uh, they, yeah. they went Well, I doubt it was the it. same people that were like teaching life drawing right. on Twitch. Right. That was like 1% of the people that were like, hooray, now I can draw a naked person and yeah. show people how to draw the human figure. Exactly. Uh, that was like one, five people that were like, yay. Yeah. <laughs> the entire and then everyone else was like, like it was so bad. They, not only were they, cause there's like a lot of VTuber stuffs were doing this. So they were, their avatars just full on, just naked. And then they had oh, the VTubers like, were doing oh, yeah. naked VTubers. Oh, yeah. oh my God. And the God. thing is, is that in the TOS, they didn't allow avatars to uh, have that. So they, there was the most bans in the history of Twitch, I believe, in one day. <laughs> so, so, like, a whole bunch of VTubers got banned because they thought just, they had the, the... Just blanket, yeah. What's so funny about that is they're, like, the VTubers, the, like, the fake 3D avatar people are the ones getting banned, but not the actual naked people. Well, they... Well, that's the thing, is I don't think... I know... I don't. I don't think there was any people who were just straight up just uh, naked. I, I could be wrong. I don't. I don't really go on that side of Twitch. So um, there is a current trend where people are like acting like they are, but they're the camera doesn't pan down far enough. So let me let me let me keep going on. Yeah, I've seen the non-pan down ones. Those ones are very weird. 
You're just yeah, like, okay. they are, they are strange. Yeah. It's, it's always, <laughs> so there's like, there's constant, met, there's, there's like a meta where everyone's trying to walk this line. They're trying to go right up to it without going over. And it's just a thing. It's, it, it went with, um, like the, the pool, like they went for pools or the hot tub stuff, you know, then it's like ASMR, like they go all over. Right. Mm-hmm. So Twitch realized this isn't working. Uh, we just banned the most people we've ever banned in one day. Uh, <laughs> we're gonna roll it back. So I don't know if it was because of that. Could have been advertisers was like, "What are you doing? We don't yeah. want our we don't want our platform. We don't want our." Well, I mean, ads kids in are watching products. Twitch, and now they're one click away from you know. So that's tits actually one thing I want to talk about. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, one thing I want to talk about because yeah. I I d- didn't really like this update. Um, I'm glad they rolled it back because this is not really what I want the platform to be. Were people pressuring you to like take oh, I, some oh, off? I twerked on. I was twerking on. Oh stream, yeah, yeah. doing cap. naked I handstands just, and stuff. Just, just <laughs> naked. <laughs> hey, that could be your angle—the naked handstand, could right? Be. Yeah, could be. God, Nobody would... else is doing naked handstands. That's true. I th- for good reason. That is probably not very <laughs> flattering. <laughs> <laughs> um. So I. I'm glad that they reverted it back because yeah. it's not a direction I wanted Twitch to go down. But one thing I found very funny, and it's the thing that you brought up, is think of the ch- think of the children, right? Now, mm-hmm. you have to be 13 or older to be able to be on the platform. If you go to a mature or you're watching a mature game mm-hmm. or whatever, uh, it will ask you on your account, do you agree that you're, you know, you're you're okay with watching this content? And then it won't ask you ever again. So okay. you basically consent that you're an adult, right? Um, but you have to consent. So you see all these people on Twitter who are clutching their pearls. <gasps> Think of the children level cap. Think of the children. Have you been on Twitter? Like, why are you, oh, why yeah, are you yeah. harping on Twitch so much? <laughs> Twitter is literally like there, so far and above worse than anything Twitch. Like it's really bad. Of, yeah. Oh, it's horrible. Well, I read the news on Twitter sometimes and I'll be scrolling the news and the replies to like a news <laughs> article will be like porn stars or people yeah. like promoting their accounts. Yeah. And like, yeah, I've, I've had to like do a quick scroll. Cause like, I'll be sitting next to my kid or something and yeah. I'll be like reading the news. I'm like, Oh my God. Like what <laughs> yeah, the heck, yeah. you know? <laughs> and then, and then you'll just, you'll, you'll be scrolling through. You won't be subscribed to a channel that is showing uh, oh, someone dying and you're like, Oh yeah. Oh, so I, 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 I like I said, I'm glad that they've changed it back. Cause that's not something I wanted to, on Twitch. But at the same time, the like blatant hypocrisy of being so upset about that platform while you're on a platform that is significantly worse, which also only has that 13 age restriction, right? Yeah. Um, I just found it to be just eye rolling, you know. I, I'm sure it's because Twitch is more geared or it's known for gaming and people always yeah. associate games for, with children when that's just not the case anymore. Like Yes, children play games, yeah. but everyone plays games now. So that's but probably th- there's why. Probably, there's a bigger, I would say there's almost certainly a bigger mixture of kids. Like the the age range must be significantly lower on Twitch than Twitter on average I would, would be my guess. Um, it's it's a good guess. Right. We but, don't know. But I would right. say it's probably like a good 10 year to 20 year average distance, you know, compared to. Could be. Yeah. Because, I mean, Twitch is, is mostly gaming. Mm-hmm. And I mean, we're adult gamers, but a lot of. People who grow up, a lot of people you probably knew growing up aren't gaming anymore because mm-hmm. they had to 
get jobs and and take care of the family and all that kind of stuff. And we just happen to right. be lucky enough to do it as a job, which is very, very unusual. So I would I would almost guarantee you that the average age range on Twitch is much, much younger, you know. Compared. It probably is. Yeah. But still, they yeah. do have checks in there to, you know, stop or at least. And also parents should be parenting, right? Yeah. They should be monitoring what their kids are doing and making sure that they're like, so that's, that's the thing is like social media is, I, in my opinion, not really something little Timmy, 13 year old should be really engaging with to begin with. So, yeah, no, um, it's fair. It's fair. Yeah. It's hard. It's, it's tricky, you know, like, um, oh, it's very hard. I'm not saying it's, it's, it's definitely not easy for, for parents to manage this, but yeah, I, I think it's in Twitch's best interest. Cause obviously, you know, they're a company, they want to make money, they want to do all this stuff, but <sighs> As soon as you start associating your brand with basically pornography, which is what it becomes if you allow that, like now yeah. you're entering a realm for them from a business perspective in which a lot of advertisers are going to start pulling out their money from Twitch. They're going to be like, oh, yeah. why would I advertise on Twitch? You guys show pornography and I don't agree with that. Uh, you know, whatever. A lot of... A lot of big business and advertising now has become a moral thing, hence the whole thing happening with Twitter, basically. Uh, big companies pulling their ad money off of Twitter, even though the engagement and the stuff on Twitter is like, I think it's doing pretty darn well compared to where it has been in the past. It's like... I don't know. Yeah. I, that's just what I... I think Elon made a tweet a while back that was like, the yeah, engagement on Twitter was... Yeah, but I also take that Elon says with a grain of sure. salt now. So. Yeah, I don't know. All that all that data is behind closed doors. But he just right. said it was doing better than ever, but the ad rates were lower than ever because there's like a yeah, big I heard, advertising boycott. Yeah, I heard they lost boycott. like a billion dollars or something like that. Something crazy. Uh, oh, more than that. He bought it for 44 bill and it's I know, valid... but they, they, they lost a billion just just from... I. I you know what? It was a headline. I'm not going to speak any further. Yeah. I don't wanna, yeah. I don't no, wanna, yeah, it's crazy right now. It's crazy over there. Uh, I hope the platform doesn't die because I kind of, I do like the platform and I think some of the stuff they updated to it, like community notes is really cool. But uh -huh. yeah, you know. no, that's probably one of the best changes for sure. Yeah. But I will say after, after the changes have come around, I have been seeing a lot more of the like death videos and like random people oh, yeah, advertising awful. their porn sites and stuff. And I'm just like, I just, where's the happy people? Like, show me the, show me the funny, happy people. <laughs> good news. I mean, that's not what gets those clicks and engagement. Come on, Level Cap, you know this. Yeah, yeah. I hope comedy or something makes a, a much bigger, like, punch through. So, like, that's just, like, the main thing is, like, people being funny. It's like Reddit. You ever read the co comments on, like, a Reddit thread? Like, sometimes they're hilarious. Or if you go to, like, the the right subreddits. Yeah. It's like people competing to make the funniest joke, you know? Yeah. Like, oh, it could be good. fun. Yeah. Why can't that be the Twitter culture? You know, I don't know. It's all got to be just hate, just hate, and just spewing nonsense, toxicity everywhere. Yeah. Oh man. But so, I am, I am glad that Twitch reverted. I just wish they would. It's like they just keep ping ponging a lot on a lot of stuff, and yeah, they they really do struggle with their communication. Hey, I don't I don't like YouTube either. They they constantly do stupid stuff. You know, the, the latest thing that's like. A gripe for me as somebody who who likes to watch movies is if you I, I've I've rented a lot of movies on YouTube in the past because they have for a long time, in my opinion, had some of the best streaming quality, the best bit okay. rate, the best compression. So I'm like, hey, yeah. if I'm gonna stream on any platform and they all cost the same, let me do the one that looks the best. Well, 
they've been throttling the bitrate that they allow you to stream a, a rented movie. So not not a YouTube video. If you make a YouTube video in 4K, I can watch yeah. that in 4K on any device, platform, whatever. But if right. I rent a movie from Paramount, you know, yeah. and watch it on my Chrome browser on my PC, it will throttle the resolution down to 480. Why? Yes, exactly. <laughs> if you watch it on an Xbox, like just, it will yeah. also throttle it down to 480. If you watch it on an iPad, it can, will can throttle... Can you bump it back up? No, you cannot. You are limited, maxed out you get out your of, money back? Yeah, so I refund, I've been refunding stuff on YouTube because the only way you can get the the 4k stream quality yeah. is if Just you watch it. it on an android device yeah why i know it makes no sense because even if you try and watch it on chrome the google owned browser on your right. computer it will still throttle you down to 480 and that sounds like a that sounds like a bug with the system that's bad no nah, yeah i don't know what it is but they've been doing it for quite a while and it's just gotten worse and worse and i'm mm -hmm. just like I don't get it. Uh, YouTube needs to figure their crap out because, like, YouTube Premium is like, oh, it's like the only thing they offer is like no ads. You're like, yeah, throw something else in there, guys. Come on, <laughs> you've got yeah. all these assets. Amazon has like all you know, free shipping, and then all these other yeah. things, and then YouTube's like, yeah, I just don't get any ads. Oh, yeah, okay. you link your Prime account with Twitch, you get all this free stuff now. You know, yeah. YouTube Premium's like. Yeah, just no ads. We couldn't think of anything else. I'm like, you're mm -hmm. Google. You have a gigantic mega platform. You literally have YouTube TV. Throw some of that stuff in a premium, you know? Yep. Give, give people sports or something, you know? Like, what the hell? It's just driving me crazy. I'm like, come on, guys. I hear you. I feel yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. Big platforms that we are slaves to. <laughs> <laughs> right now right now on youtube yeah yeah or you know what a lot of people have been listening to the podcast on um spotify oh, apple apple podcast itunes whatever that is nice i don't know i just upload it to a website and it puts it on everything it's perfect but All yeah we appreciate you people who are just listening because visually except for you robert you know what you did yeah freaking robert God damn it, Robert. The one, the one Robert's like, what the hell, guys? Is he talking about me? Yes. So, so did you actually manage to get into Bad Company 2 before the servers went I down? I did, yeah. Uh, so for those that are not aware, Bad Company 2 is now officially over, at least in terms of official servers. It's dead. They're, it's, it's dead. They're my, I'm sure you can still play the single player, if I had to guess. Probably. But they yeah the official servers are gone and it was it was a fun last final hurrah for what i consider to be the game that got me you know started started on youtube right so it was it was cool um plays super clunky very clunky the uh the, the graphics actually hold up for the most part um but the fact yeah. that you can you cannot you can sprint but you can't strafe oh, yeah. while sprinting is the most bizarre feeling. Even when Bad Company 2 came out, I think that mechanic was going away. Like other games yeah. were already like, yeah, we're going to have side strafing and Bad Company 2 was like, whatever. Like we're, yeah. we're stuck. In, it's dice, right? They're, st they, they're always they the last one to change. Yeah. Yeah. It, that's the hardest part about going back to Bad Company 2 is you're like, it looks like Battlefield. It 
smells like Battlefield, and I can't sidestrafe while I'm sprinting. What the mm -hmm. heck? <laughs> but it was great to play on all of the, the, the classic maps. Uh, yeah. There was one server, and I was playing, and I literally played on the one server for like five, six hours. Mm -hmm. And uh, it was nice because the server had admin cheats or whatever where every, anything you did heal revive any got a kill on someone uh you got five thousand points so i basically started from rank zero all the way up to like 40 50 oh, is yeah. max or something so i got like everything unlocked and it was yeah it was it was a treat playing playing through just a, a, in my opinion a classic battlefield experience yeah it's a lot of it's a lot of people's favorites and they've been asking for that bad company three forever you know and yeah you remember when Hardline came out and people were just like, why isn't this Bad Company 3? <laughs> yeah, man, I forget about Hardline all the time. When people, when I think yeah. back on Battlefield, it goes from 4 to 1 to 5. And and Hardline, it just I feel bad because it's not a terrible game, but I just never think of it as yeah. a Battlefield title. No, Hardline, Hardline was a very innovative Battlefield game. It's funny because they weren't, there was the first Battlefield not developed by DICE and all of a sudden it's like thinking outside the box for a change. I'm like, yeah. wow, these guys have got all these great ideas. Yeah, It sucks that it's a cops and criminals game. Boy, oh mm -hmm. boy. Because if they had just been like, hey, you guys make Bad Company 3, that game probably would have been a huge hit. And people would be like, oh man, Bad Company 3 is my favorite. You know, like that was the best game ever. And yeah. this role would be like a, a company still that would still be still existing. It mm -hmm. would still exist and they'd be making like bad company four right now or whatever, you know, like, uh, they could they have just made, gone a different direction. They made changes. Like you said, innovations that were small and subtle, but I remember seeing some devs being like, Oh, look at dice. Now taking the little things that we made and put it into our games. Now, like the objective on the mini map where you can actually see yeah. like where the cap points are. That was, I think, something that was introduced in Hardline. Being able to go up to like a medic or a, a support player and grab some ammo or health from them so they don't have to put it down on the ground for you. Yeah. That, I think, was also introduced in Hardline. Well, what's so funny is the other dice games that didn't add those features in after Hardline, the community was like yelling at them like, hey, yeah. we're not Do going it. back. Add this yeah. crap back in. And they're like, all right, fine. And then they did. And you're like, yeah. Yeah, they had um, a vehicle spawn timers, so you don't just have yeah. to, like, spam click. Those are gone, or are they back? I don't... I think they're gone. I think they're gone, yeah. Yeah, you're like, what? <laughs> yeah. All I mean, these amazing could, quality argue... of life features that are just, like, lost forever. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is with DICE. They... This has been a theme forever, where they yeah. take, two, like, two steps forward, and then they take, like, three steps back in some cases. Like, why are we going forward and then going back to where we were? Yeah. Just keep going forward. Like, take take what you yeah. learned. And I think it, it, it could just be that game development... So everyone wonders why Dragon Age, you know, the, the original Dragon Age is so much different, and how, how, how could the, the company that made Dragon Age Origins make... Uh, uh, the most recent, like Dragon Age uh, three, mm -hmm. can't remember Inquisition. You yeah, know? it's because it's not the same people. Like the yeah. churn of these companies is probably so severe that it's just legit not the same company anymore. Oh yeah, like uh, over the course of Battlefield three and Battlefield four, I got to know so many developers that worked on the project. Like yeah. I don't know twenty, twenty five, lots of them, and a huge most of them aren't even at the company anymore. 
you know, right. like, or they're at EA, but on a different, working on a different project, you know? Right. Like they just got moved to a different team. They left, they went to a different studio. Some have come back recently. Yes. But like David Serland. Yeah. David was a big one to lose because he was like, he really, was huge in Battlefield 4. He literally, yeah. I, I mean, who knows what went on behind closed doors, but he, he became like the face of the community. Yeah. And every um, time you talk to him, you're like, oh, this guy isn't just like some pencil and paper type dude. Yeah, he's he like, gets it. he's a gamer. Like he knows yeah. what is good and what is not good. And then he's at the high level making decisions. But yeah, yeah I don't know. I, I got, I got sort of like a, a good amount of hopium for the next game. Cause they, they really gutted the management team at dice. They're mm-hmm. like, they got rid of it and like restructured and brought in a new, um, uh, like not president or basically the manager of the studio that structures all the like organizational systems and stuff. Like she came in and was like gutted it and changed it and all this stuff. So, uh, 2042 well, got nominated. Did you see that for, um, nominated for what? I forgot for like most improved game or something like oh. that. Yeah. I can um, see that. Yeah. Plus, I mean, we, you heard about the season seven news. I did. Yeah. And we're getting two maps. It like, sounds like multiple they say maps. maps. Yeah. Multiple maps, which is like, bro. Yeah. The, the season seven is we finally start to get more than just one. What? Yeah. But what? also, so I did the math on it. It's, it's coming out in March, which puts it up almost half a year later than the last season. So okay. pretty slow rollout of content. I don't True. think they were planning on making it until the game exploded with the most recent like free to play. Yeah, and it's doing really thing. well still. I think. Yeah, there's a, there's a healthy player base on right now, um, which is great. Twenty two thousand was the peak. Uh, peak twenty four. So it's doing all right. It's doing 5, okay. Thousand playing right now. Yeah. There's only so many people you can keep engaged when you're when you're really trickling the content, you know, and they've, right. That's been, and this season's been out for a bit now. Yeah. It's a good season, but it's one map and yep. one battle pass that is faster to complete than most other games is battle passes, you know? So which I'm not going to complain about. Yeah. No, the finals battle pass. I'm like, whew, this is, it a, is slow. Yeah. I think they're going to have to adjust it or something. Um, it's very slow. Cause they're like, yeah, you got 90 days to do it. I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to do it in 90 days. I'm not even, I don't even think I'm going to get it because of that reason. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty, it's a slog for sure. So yeah. yeah so almost half a year later, but they did say uh, in their, in their very limited information tweet about season seven that uh, I believe they used the word like, massive amounts of content or something like that or or it's going to be massive so when they say maps and then massive does two maps sound massive to you like not really I mean, compared to, me. to what we got before kind of but yeah but i if mean they it, drop three maps that would be insane <laughs> it would be it would be the norm for past battlefield yeah right? i know well but yeah i know nowadays we've just been no. beat down that we're just we really have we're just like yeah. yes two maps oh my god what a luxury thank you yeah, exactly. thank you dice <laughs> may i have some so more it's, soup? it's so frustrating yeah i, I I've, I've talked those before i i really wish we could get the premium model but with a live service model right so what premium, does that or premium mean? content so get four maps a, a, a oh, season with the live service thing with yeah, live yeah. service you can't all these devs keep saying and publishers like we're making more money than ever before with live service but we get less content like oh shove it up here come on 
Yeah, like you, I think you Dice is money. still figuring out how to monetize better because they're I doing do think, I think they're yeah. doing better, but they've been the last ones to figure out the battle pass thing. They yeah. they they're they're. Do you remember Battlefield Five and BF One? Oh yeah, like seasonal cra- Like it was horribly set up. All that stuff mm-hmm. was so bad, and that was when like COD was doing what Battlefield's doing right now. Like COD was like, this is how you do a battle pass and it's way better. And look at our stuff. And Battlefield was like, we're going to have weird trees that fork around and you have to pick missions. And now your assignments are like, get some headshots on this one specific map that you can't pick in a rotation. That was Battlefield and, 5, right? Yeah, it was one of them. I don't know which one. I can't remember at this point, but you're just playing it. You're like, this is the worst. Like you're making me hate the game so much yeah. right now. Cause all I want to do is progress the little thing. And I can't because it's yeah. up to like, it's up to just a random chance of fate, whether or not I'll complete this arbitrary assignment, completely arbitrary, you know? Yeah. Imagine though, if we got four maps every three to four months though, Oof. like we got, like we got with premium back yeah. in the day. And we it, were but so it was all spoiled free. with BF4. We didn't know what we had, man. We really didn't. Yeah. But it's just, it just really frustrates me that they say that like, this is live service is the way. Cause if it, if it wasn't the way, then they wouldn't do it. If they weren't making boatloads yeah. of cash, they, I don't wouldn't, think, they would go back. I don't think they can do it another way anymore because just look at the market, the competition. There's yeah. so many free to, I made a video recently on the best free to play games. And even I was kind of amazed while I was going over it. I was like, my God, like this is the golden era of gaming. You can play so many top tier games without any entry price that are like, and a lot of the cause a lot of the paid stuff is cosmetic only so you're like you can get the whole experience aside from cosmetics yeah for free and you're just like wow and so like and then somebody comes out and they're like you must pay to play i mean it's so hard to to compete in those markets now with these big juggernauts offering so much free stuff yep yeah. So I think it has to be live service, whether or not it's funny. I did a poll on Twitter about what people would want is live service premium or like various other stuff. And everyone um, said premium. Of course they did. Yeah. It wasn't yeah. everybody. It was like 50%, 50 plus premium. And then live service was like 30 something percent, which a couple of years ago probably would have been much more extreme, way more premium. But I think dice is finally starting to make people believe that life ser- live service might work but yeah 2042 yep. has been a roller coaster dude it's been a complete roller coaster yeah it has <laughs> probably for the dev team too they don't even know if they're gonna make the next season right they're like yep well we we'll... doing that we doing this we doing yeah. this jim do i have a job Maybe. next week uh yeah. or do i need to start putting my resume out there man <laughs> And not probably the latter, knowing the way that things have been going for the game industry this last year, too. Unfortunately. Yeah, it's the whole the whole economy, man. It'll it'll bounce back, though. It's just recovering from the covid, you know, everybody being stuck inside, being like, I need more right. digital content. We need more games. Yeah. Speaking of more content. Star Citizen. <laughs> okay, so, <laughs> so they, the, Chris Roberts did not come out and say this, but he put Jared Huckabee, who's the the spokesperson for the game. Basically, he comes out and does an inside Star Citizen video every week and keeps the community up to date on what's happening. 
mm-hmm. works he works for Cloud Imperium Games. He came out and he made a video and like normally Jared is the guy who's like trying to hold back on anybody if like a dev slips up and says like and we think we'll get it in the next few months he's like hey like we'll see what we can do we're aiming for you know sometime this year he's more realistic with his yeah so he's usually the guy that's trying to temper the expectations i don't know if he got orders from the top to say all of this stuff directly or what he seemed fairly hyped during the video but i i almost saw like maybe a fear in his eyes as he was saying these things (laughs) he laid out the roadmap for the next six months of star citizen and the amount of stuff they are promising is like bananas it's yeah it is so much stuff it's most of what we saw at citizen con like what do you think caused this um well, I think they're bringing the whole dev team back from Squadron 42. So I think they're giving getting literal hundreds of employees bringing their content back. And so they're like, this stuff is all queued up and ready to go. We just got to put it in the game. That's exciting. So, I mean, I got to I gotta, I'll rattle off the list here for you. Hit me, hit me with it. All right. Master modes, which completely changes the way that you fly spaceships in terms of top speeds uh rotational controls atmospheric flight uh it's tied to a new quantum jumping system where you get a quick quantum jump where you can quickly enter quantum and like get closer to a planet and like fly around a planet in quantum um persistent hangers hangers that are your hanger and when you put stuff in there it just stays there so if you want a weapon rack and all your suits of armor that could just be there, ready to go. If you can park all your ships in there and load them with vehicles, uh, that comes with cargo elevators. So everything you store in the station, you can have brought up on your cargo elevator, including tanks and vehicles. Apparently, that's coming pretty soon. Uh, all the FPS combat improvements, which includes like uh, drawing magazines from your backpack, um, better reloading mechanics, um, weapon wear, which includes misfires. New scope rendering, new dynamic crosshair system, new sliding stuff, like anything, all, anything with the FPS stuff. All of the FPS stuff, yeah, yeah. All the FPS stuff shown off at CitizenCon is coming. The new EVA mechanics, which is you flying for headfirst in space now and being able to grab onto the outside of spaceships oh, and hang sick. onto them, yeah, is coming. Uh, which includes the ability to maneuver in space without thrusters, and that's planned. Mm. Apparently, is like not every suit's going to have thrusters. So you might have to pull and or grappling or um, tractor beam yourself around. Uh, the visor and lens system, which is basically your whole heads up display, is changing to the Citizen Con stuff. Um, the map? The map is coming. Yeah. That's the best change right there. Hands down. Yeah. Victory. You share the same opinion of everybody else in the community. That's like, all of this (laughs) stuff is cool, but the map is number one. Literally number one. So they promised the map in the next six months, basically. Sick. Uh, New looting system, because dear God, the current one is just like, it's horrible. It's like awful. It's like PUBG, but if it didn't work in every single way. Uh, (laughs) 100%. They're coming out with new mission apps and shop stuff. I don't know what it is. Um... The new character customizer with all the facial and hair stuff is coming. Um, new Moby Glass system, star map, as you said. Um, distribution centers, which are these massive raid complexes 
So it's like, uh, they showed them off at CitizenCon. They're just these huge buildings, like, out in the middle of, like, a big production center on the side of a planet. And they'll, like, have, these will be mission centers. They'll be like, hey, we need, like, a cargo delivery of whatever. Come drop it off here. And sometimes they'll give you a mission that's like, hey, we're under attack by, like, a huge Mm. pirate gang. Come in and help defend us. And it could be, like, an hour-long raid or something. And other players could come in. They look really cool. Um, That's neat. Yeah, so I'm excited about those ones because it's sort of the it's like where FPS combat is supposed to be fun. Or six or more new vehicles coming in the next six months, and then on top of that, a lot more pyro testing and server meshing stuff happening on like a a separate test branch. Because um, pyro's already in it, right? Pyro's or- like being tested, and you can do it on a separate test branch. Not right now, but whenever they open up the test branch, so they they'll like update it, and then you'll be able to play the next update to pyro in the test branch and then they said the plan is for summer pyro connects to stanton and that just becomes the game so that'll be the 4.0 update is summer 2024 anyway they said all of this stuff and i'm just like wow they put down a timeline on it which they haven't been doing for quite a while they've been like we're aiming they must be fairly confident then yeah no the six month timeline was not we're aiming for this that was, this is what we're delivering in the first half of next year. And I was like, holy well, I hope, crap. I hope they can. Yeah. I hope this is like, because once you, once you have your foundation, you got everything, you can just start, mm-hmm. you, know, you, you, can, you can really speed things up. So yeah. I'm hoping that that means that things are finally starting to snap into place. Yeah. Well, I, the foundation isn't totally done yet. They're still getting the replication layer and server meshing stuff online. I think they're uh-huh. really confident. I... Uh, just this morning jumped into a full scale replication layer test uh, yeah. on one of their tech branches and it was working. So, I mean, that's encouraging, you know, it's that like all very that encouraging the tech they're showing off. It's like, here's step one. All right. Step two's coming soon. So I'm, oh, cool. I'm jazzed. Uh, it's still, it's still it's news. Great. It's news about news basically, but it's, it's true. It's uh, they're hyping me up, man. I'm getting hyped. Um, and it might actually be the point where I start like inviting more people to come in. Cause I'm not, I'm not like getting friends to come into star citizen. Cause I'm like, you should hey, try star citizen. Like, no, yeah, no, 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 no. You're Take, gonna, just bump yeah. the brakes. Yeah. Do you like to, um, build computers? Then you might enjoy star citizen because <laughs> if you like troubleshooting and dealing with lots of things going wrong all the time, um, yeah, yeah, you might be able to weather the experience, but otherwise, if you're looking for a solid thing, so hopefully, hopefully it'll be solid but it's still it's still in a state where like ai needs a lot of work and stuff you know you go on an fps mission and i killed 18 dudes on a mission this morning and not a single one returned fire right so you're like yeah it's not good it's not Not good they'll get there they will i believe him yeah yeah anyway but they're getting there yeah it's exciting man yeah it's it's pretty exciting, pretty exciting. And so, I mean, if they're going to deliver all that over six months, that means that each patch is probably going to be very substantial. Like, it's not all coming in one patch, because that would be insanity. Yeah. But uh, I would imagine it's going to be like three or four items per patch, and that'll be, uh-huh. be a big update. The The persistent hangers is something I'm really looking forward to. Like A place you can call your own? Yeah, yeah. And then, like, I'm like, hey, Matt, come over here, grab a gun, grab some armor, Hop into my drive this 
tank into the back oh, of my it's spaceship. So much nicer. Holy hell. Yeah, so you don't have to do 20 steps to get loaded yeah. up all for right, a so mission. We're gonna go all these different, you know, we're going to go buy our stuff. And then yeah. just having a place that you can just gather mm -hmm. loot for sure. It's going to be a huge quality of life update. And then <laughs> yeah. and then new players coming into the game who want who somebody else is showing them around, it can just be like join my party, come into my hangar, just get some gear and we'll go, you know, right. rather than like okay, dock at the station. Now oh, you you need to get the upgrade for your ship over here. Just like huge pain in the butt stuff. I think it'll really help multi-crew stuff where Instead of uh, everybody having to meet up somewhere and then all get onto the same ship, it'll be like, just come to the hangar. We'll all move out from there with everything that we need, you know? Definitely. It's going to be sweet. I see you saw uh, Leave the World Behind. Yeah, yeah. I saw two movies since the last podcast. What did you, what did you think? I saw it too. Okay, yeah. I was a little worried that it was going to go like heavy-handed with some of the woke messaging and stuff, you know? Because that's... You know what I mean? Like, okay. it was going to yeah. be like, oh, um, uh, we didn't take care of the environment and now, like, everything's oh, exploded. Okay. You know, I thought it was just going to be another one of those type movies. Okay. Um, I thought it was, I thought for what it was, it was decent. There's obviously a couple of little, little plot holes here and there, but. Dude, it was Anxiety the movie. Yeah. It yeah. was just the entire, it was just, it, it never, there was never like a jump scare, no jump scares, but it's just, it just kept ramping up and up and up and up and up and up. And I'm like, yeah. when is, when are we, my heart, for, I just so feel anxiety somebody, the entire time. For anyone who has no idea what the movie's about, basically the plot is kind of like a modern day cyber attack on the US and yes. what that would look like for basic society and it's fairly i described it as sort of like a, a long episode of black mirror yeah. which is like here's a very plausible thing told in a way that feels pretty realistic and here's the actual horrors that will ensue and you're just like dear god this could happen tomorrow <laughs> so but then they they the only thing is the those damn deer bro the deer was stupid that was very the deer, like, I, yeah. i've never been so anxious about deer in my entire life <laughs> their black eyes they stare into your soul they're, they're like they like flick on the lights real quick and there's just like yeah a, you know I'm, I'm like whoa like it freaked me out you know and it, like they did a good job but then i think it they the needed a tool to make it more creepy because other yeah. because otherwise it was like nothing yeah <laughs> right? that's and, and that's what they used so i get it was it was yeah. it really was a tool so yeah. i don't want to get into spoilers or anything like that i, I mm -hmm. thought it was all right i thought it was an okay movie the payoff at the end was a little lackluster but um i thought it was reasonably well acted it, it was it was an interesting movie i had a yeah it had a huge cast i mean it had it did julia roberts uh ethan hawk kevin bacon mar was it mar how do you say his name i don't know yeah I he's don't know. very good though yeah really good he's in tons of stuff i, I actually yeah. re-watched um uh another movie with him in it the one about the the, it's like based on the anime where the chicks like the um battle angel what is it alita oh yeah, ba yeah battle angel yeah. alita yeah rewatch yeah. that and he's in that and he's he's good in that too i'll have oh i should watch that movie have you seen it no i i like it a lot it's got a little bit of camp to it but mm -hmm. um the world and the premise is so fun that you like you're just like i don't care if it is if it does have kind of these cheesy kind of it, it's very faithful to the anime 
which yeah. in in live action never comes across well. So that's the only part of where it suffers a little, where you're like, this feels like an anime line. Because uh, it is. Yeah, because <laughs> it basically is. Uh-huh. But um, I hear they're making the sequel to it right now, which I'm really oh, pumped about because... I'll, I'll have to watch it then because it, it, it's something that would be up my alley. It's cool. It's very violent too. Like it's it's really weird. yeah, because it's got like a lot of um, kind of kind of anime tropey stuff in it, which is sort of like um, cute girl and kind of like sort of Who innocent. Just absolutely dunks on people. Yeah, and it's like, hey, let me cut your face off with a sword type <laughs> thing, you know? And you're just like, dear God, Jesus. <laughs> Yeah, like when it ramps up, you're like, "Whoa!" Was not expecting <laughs> was it to not go to eleven. That to happen. That's cool. It's 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 pretty solid. I I think the coolest thing about it is the lore. They like set up this cool lore where there's like a there was like a giant battle hundreds of years ago between I think like Martians and Earth or something, and like oh, everybody wow. died, and like the remainders are like the people left over. Are like there's one like beacon of technology which is like a floating city, and then everybody who lives below it basically is just. They can't get up to the city, which is like a utopia, and they all just have to work in this crappy city below it where things are just trash. God, that would you know? suck. You can just, like literally the trash just falls down on you, and they're they're like yeah. sucking yeah. nerds. They're literally yeah. like just gods up there, like looking down on you. Yeah, they do dump the trash on the of city too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course they do. It's a fun premise. So yeah, I recommend that for anyone who hasn't seen it because I, I, as far as I hear, so it's um, it's uh, what's his face, James Cameron. As has produced the first one and he's like trying to get the second one made because he loves apparently uh the anime or something mm-hmm. so he really wanted to get it ma- made and i think robert he Rodriguez has the money to it. do it he can do whatever he wants yeah, so. he can do whatever he wants he's like making avatar three four or five ten whatever yes. they're on now yeah i also saw uh killers of the flower moon have you Never heard, of, heard that? of it oh is that the one with uh yes okay Leonardo DiCaprio. Leonardo DiCaprio, yeah. Uh, Robert De Niro. Yep, huge um, cast. Yeah, huge cast. It's Martin Scorsese. I think he. I think those guys all just like live together or something. They, they probably make, do. They make it's all like, the same. Yeah. Isn't it a three-hour movie or something? Three and a half. It's very wow. long. But wow. Engaging the whole time, and it's a it's a true story. So based on a true story or, um, so I read up on it afterwards and I couldn't find any details that were off. It all looked very much what happened in real life. It is wild. So it's, it takes place in the early 1900s, uh, following, um, a native American tribe called the Osage. Um, and basically they struck oil on their reservation and they became the most wealthy people per capita in, mm. on like the planet basically wow yeah which is like this crazy story but then basically basically the white people came oh, in Erica showed up yeah they're like so here you got a crap <laughs> load of money some oil in your pots yeah <clears throat> and so like there's a lot of devious scheming craziness that happens around it. And uh-huh. I mean, it's, it's, it's pretty horrific in many regards, but incredibly well-made great performances, very engaging. Um, yeah. Just I'll have to check it out. Yeah. Highly I mean, they recommend always do it. good work. I mean, they're all amazing actors and so they do. it's hard. I found my, I find it hard to ramp myself up for a three and a half hour movie, but, um, well, cause it's so long. I mean, it's I know. ridiculous. But I started this one and it's one of those movies where you're just like, dang, this is so interesting that you just, 
you just carries you the whole way through. So you're like, yeah. oh man, like yeah, that was a f- apparently has. I thought they were going to show more because apparently it's like very much intertwined with the formation of the FBI. Like I think, mm. I think the FBI was at, literally formed to deal with some of the happenings around Osage County or the Osage tribe or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I think it was like the Bureau of Investigation and like nobody knew what it was. And then like they had to like really step it up or something. Like it basically, it was just dealing with the ultimate corruption where like local law was like in on it, you know? So they're like, well, who enforces local law, you know? So <laughs> they had to, they had to come up with a good solution, you know? Yep. Yeah. So that was, I highly recommend that. Um, yeah. It makes me want to, I didn't watch the Irishman yet, which is the other Scorsese, Robert De Niro film, oh, which yeah, I think I is also like four hours. Um, and it's yeah. also supposed to be really good, but now I'm like, all right, maybe I'll give the Irishman a try. Cause I just didn't want to sit down it for like so a four long. hour mob movie, basically. <laughs> Pretty much. It's, it's basically essentially watching like episodes just strung together into one movie. You know, like an actual TV show, like a limited series kind of TV show. Yeah, yeah. Um, Rebel Moon is coming out soon. I think it comes out in three days. 20, 21st, yeah. Reviews been, for it are not looking good. No, they don't. Um, so I don't, yeah. It's hard to know though, man. Like, um, poof. 22% like, on Rotten yeah, Tomatoes. It's real rough, yeah. Ooh, dang it man because i i zach snyder's a hit or hit or miss for me like some of yep. his stuff i like a lot and some i'm just like ooh, that sucked so yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe this will be one of those but i had high hopes for it because it was his idea he wasn't doing like a batman or a superman movie it was like it's this his, is it's, it's his baby it's his baby it kind of i think at one point it was supposed to he was trying to sell it to disney to direct a star wars movie and it was this story and they like didn't want it or something. So he's just, he's getting it made. We I might guess. see the reason why they didn't want it. We'll find out. Yeah. I'm still going to watch it because it's a big budget, exciting sci-fi, sci-fi. thing. Yeah. You know? We don't get, we don't get enough of those. Yeah. And those are just fun to watch and I want them to make more of them. You know, I just, I want more sci-fi stuff, but I yeah, agree. I don't know. The audience score is higher, but um because oh it's in theaters right now it's got like a three-day theatrical release so it's like how are the audience rating it already yeah i was wondering how they were seeing that it's wild dude the audience ratings are either five stars or one star (laughs) there's no there's no in between (laughs) well the audience score just for unrotten is 72 so yeah it looks like people are at least enjoying it I found myself, um, sometimes I'll side with the audience a lot on these ones where the critics are like, this is terrible. And it's like, yeah, because oh. critics are, they, they, you know, they probably they see so many movies stuff like and... horror films or they don't get, um, they often miss a lot of the like meta commentary and like other things where it's like, or it's this... also because they watch so much of the same content that it's just not fun for them anymore. Maybe, maybe, but it's like, um, movies like starship troopers right where like the audience loved it the critics hated it the critics didn't get that it was like a satire and like all this other stuff you know so it's like sometimes they'll just completely miss the whole point of the film that is is, true because it's like a genre or an idea that there just isn't theirs or they they don't know it well enough to get it or something Mm -hmm. yeah horror movies fall subject to that all the time where the critics are just like this is the worst thing ever and then people who like horror movies are like this is actually a great horror film like what's wrong with you guys (laughs) 
<laughs> just don't watch horror then, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Don't review a horror film if you just hate all horror films, you know. Yeah. It was scary. Though, to their credit, One a lot of, of horror does suck. Oh, yeah. 90, 99%? There's so much trash, and they just fall in the same tropes, and yeah. so I, I get it. What's your favorite horror film? Oh, I don't watch a lot of horror. The one that comes to mind, though, that I absolutely loved, because I only got recently into horror because of video games. Yeah. I used to never play them, and then my chat bullied me into them, and uh, not really, but, you know, I, and so now I appreciate them more, but I watched yeah. uh, Cabin in the Woods, which I thought was fantastic. Oh, that was fun. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that was also kind of a parody on, like, yeah. horror tropes and stuff like that. Yeah. Reminded me of uh, Tucker Dale, Tucker... Dale I think versus I've the seen world. That, that one was fun that. too. Have you seen? It's called like. I think it's called like somebody dies at the end or something like that. It's called like John. <laughs> it's called like John dies at the I've end. Not, or I've not seen that one. No. Uh, I think that's <sighs> what it's called. Um, it's like some. If it's the one I'm thinking of, it's like one where. It's like an alien invasion, but they ran out of budget like halfway through the movie, so the special effects go from being kind of crappy to like to oh my terrible. god did like your nephew make this on his computer or something <laughs> that's great yeah but it, it's pretty funny um i enjoyed that one if you want to my favorite horror film is hereditary um, okay if you want like a a movie made like masterfully like yeah. artistically from a film is it jump scare filled or no uh I'm trying to think if it has any jump scares in it. I think it does. I hate, I hate, they're the cheapest, no. lamest. No, no, no. I don't think it has jump scares. It does a different technique, which I almost don't want to ruin because it like. That's fair. That's fair. It does a technique that I think kind of started a new way of shooting scenes to make a them A lot of creepy. times they'll like pan over and they'll like, the thing will be in the background and they'll sort yeah. of like notice it. So and this was like the first movie that I saw that did that. And it yeah. does it quite a bit. There's quite a few scenes where you're just like, this is just a normal scene. What is that back there? Do you see, right. do you th see the thing moving over there? Yeah. Right. I, so, I prefer that because it's not in your face about it. Like it's yeah. incredibly creepy. You see it coming, mm -hmm. but that's, it, it's so, it's so much more enjoyable for me. Yeah. Yeah. Jump scares are, are very cheap and like I'll deal with a couple of them in a, a horror A clown film. could pop up and be like, ooga, booga, booga. And it'd still freak me out if I'm not expecting it. Right. Yeah. It you doesn't know? matter what it is. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's a couple films that I'll give pass on the jump scares because they're sort of trying to embody the classic horror tropes and mm -hmm. they're like doing it in a funny or fun way but ones that are like legit just relying on the jump scares the whole time you're like come on guys just right just creep me out a little bit <laughs> i'm gonna have to check it out hereditary yeah. check out hereditary dude uh the director did another one after that called midsummer that's a it's a good follow-up oh if, yeah did I've, you I've see seen that one decent things about that i haven't yeah. no Midsummer is like, also very good. I think Hereditary is out, better of the it's two. It's all bright, isn't it? It's just like it's literally a horror, but it's just outside in the summer. Yeah, yeah it's in northern somehow. northern Sweden. So at the yeah. time of year, it never um, the sun never sets, right. and it is so creepy. <laughs> it's like it. It's got a lot of um, Wicker Man vibes. If you ever saw, they've made nah. a billion remakes of the Wicker Man, but sort of like just 
cults removed from society, you know? And you're like, what do these guys get up to? <laughs> no good. That's what they get up to. Not good stuff, man. Not yeah, good. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> yeah. So watch Hereditary. If you like it, watch Midsummer after that one, because that's a that's a solid follow-up. Same director. I'm just waiting okay. for this guy to drop his next film. I'm sure it'll be. Maybe he has. I haven't been following what he's doing, but. Cool. Yeah. Those are my recs. You want to wrap it up? Yeah, yeah. You're welcome, audience, for all our amazing movie recommendations and for keeping you in the loop on all the super important gaming stuff going on. Uh, If you guys want to support the podcast, consider becoming a Patreon member. You get to watch us live like all of our super cool people in chat right now. And you also get to have a nice little Q&A sort of off the record uh, conversation after after the podcast with us, which is always fun. Um, subscribe, give us a like, do all those YouTuber meme things, and um, Matt's gonna give us some words of wisdom. So this is gonna be a little hypocritical because we're on a podcast, and I realize that. Uh, but I thought it was cool because it uh, vibes with modern society, and that is uh, normalize not telling everybody everything. Yeah, I got that. I get that. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. I think that advice is great for certain people too. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You're welcome, everybody. Thank you so much for uh, (laughs) dropping by (laughs) and we'll see you next time. Take care.